This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Good morning. Welcome back, you guys. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. We are joined by the one and only DJ Rock Lobster. Hello. Woo. Hey. Girl. Hey, clomp, clomp. Yeah. Let's talk a little music news. Is that where I give you a beat? Give me a beat. Give me a beat. It's time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine. Yeah! And Steve Patterson. You like Huey Lewis on the news? This, this is the beat. beat. All right, do we start with the sad story or do we start with the happy story? Uh, Let's start with the sad story. Okay. Uh, in case you have not heard, uh, Britney Spears and Sam Asghari have put out a statement that they lost their baby, hmm. sadly. Um, do you have the statement, Steve? Yeah, I'll read you the whole statement. Um, Britney, who of course had recently announced that uh, she was pregnant, said on Instagram, it is with our deepest sadness that we have to announce that we have lost our miracle baby early in the pregnancy. This is a devastating time for any parent. Perhaps we should have waited to announce until we were further along. However, we were overly excited to share the good news. Our love for each other is our strength. We will continue trying to expand our beautiful family. We are grateful for all of your support, and we kindly ask for privacy during this difficult moment. The part that jumped out to me um, that I think any families who have gone through and experienced a miscarriage... um, seemingly at any at any point you know sometimes you'll hear people say if you've gone through a miscarriage and it's earlier in the pregnancy um they'll you know try to almost offer you some level of support in that but it's just really difficult anytime that it happens so i was taken by the line um perhaps Perhaps. we should have waited to announce until we were further along and i thought on a on a personal level when Lou miscarried a few years ago before we had Dev, and mm-hmm. we had found out that we were pregnant. <clears throat> excuse me, while we were home in Pittsburgh for Christmas, and so our family was there, and um, and we were like, you know what? We just found out we're pregnant. We we know this. This reality won't change for us. Should we just tell every everybody that we're we're pregnant? And we had this big um, time where we kind of wrap our family vacations, everybody in the living room together, looking back on the year that was looking ahead to the year to come and so we were like this is a really cool place for us to share this with the whole family so we announced it there and then um it was great and hugs and toasts it was all very exciting and then just a few days later when we were back home 
um, is when the miscarriage happened. And I remember the feeling that Lou had and that I had of like, you. this will be an overly blunt way of putting it from our perspective, but we kind of felt, obviously, it hurt. You feel this like sudden sadness where the joy that you were expecting all of a sudden comes to a close harshly. And then I, we also kind of felt stupid, like embarrassed. And so that's why I read Brittany's thing of perhaps oh, we should have waited. You felt that way of like, did we did we get everybody's excited? And should we have waited bef- longer to tell them? But I we, we once talked to um, a marriage counselor that we were seeing years ago. And he shared something with us, not to belabor this point, but he shared something with us, which I thought was really... Um, it kind of changed our perspective and it was why we shared early, even though we had those mixed feelings uh, of having shared after. Our counselor shared with Lou and I that he and his wife had experienced multiple uh, miscarriages. And as I recall, he was talking about how they found out that they were pregnant and they just decided that they had not told anybody before because they hadn't announced their pregnancy yet. And then he said that was such an isolated grief that we had to go through yes, because yes, no one that's knew a great point nobody knew that we were pregnant or that my wife was pregnant you know leading into that and so he so said they it can't was empathize all... with your loss or yeah sympathize Correct. with your loss and in yeah and so you know, he I... said we'd rather risk the the having to tell a lot of people because we want more people to be able to support us if in fact that ended up happening again and i thought that was an interesting way of looking at it Right. And I think anybody who's like, why are you telling somebody so early? Everybody should do what's best for them, for sure. And if whether you tell them you're pregnant or later tell them you miscarried when they didn't even know you were pregnant, Mm -hmm. you know, it's still the same thing. But you can like you're saying, you can get that support if people knew ahead of time. I think that's, you know, an individual choice. And yeah, would never yeah, totally. ever judge somebody for when they decide to share their news. Well, and that was I just thought a really sad. human part of what Brittany was sharing there. You know, of like this is a thought I just I just can resonate with that, and so uh, just love to Britney Spears and Sam Oscari as they go through that because she yeah. experienced it differently in that you know they shared it to millions of people, and so that even tangles up the the emotions of that in your grief, I would imagine in a way that I can't even comprehend. So totally. anyway, that was sad news there. Um, but yeah. you, you promised that you also have good news in this segment. Well, I've got some Billboard Music Award news. Did you know that they went down this weekend? I did last not night? at all. I thought about putting them on and I was like, you know, I'm way too into this show that I'm watching, which I'll tell you about in a little bit. But it looks like Olivia Rodrigo pretty, cleaned up pretty good. So did Drake. Um, let's see. Let me tell you what she took. She took top new artist. Uh, she took top female artist. Then on top of that, she took, oh my gosh, top 100 artist. So those are some pretty big deals. And then Drake took top rap artist, top male rap artist. He took top male artist overall. He took top artist overall. So he did really great. We can link up the whole list. Uh, for everybody, if you want to check out who won what. Yeah, his um, career has turned really, really legendary, prolific yes. with the amount of hits that he's had and awards that he's won. It's I don't know that we've ever seen anything quite like it. 
And it's well-deserved. And by the way, uh, P. Diddy was hosting, and he basically started with a warning to anyone thinking about jumping the stage. Oh, you want to hear that? that, Sure, here it is. In the spirit of being free, if you're feeling a little bit froggy tonight, don't feel froggy, but if you are feeling a little bit froggy, and you decide to jump on the stage here tonight... I do suggest you have your affairs in order. Okay? And I say that with love. I say that with the ultimate and utmost love. Because love wins, y'all. Welcome to the 2022 Billboard Music Awards. Froggy was kind of a stretch. Froggy. I never heard that word before. Crabby, I've heard. Clomp, clomp. Well, he's talking about jumping. Never heard froggy. Listen, that's a funny line. Remember when Diddy came out? Froggy. um, Diddy came out after the Oscars. He was at the after party, the Vanity Fair after party, I think it was. And he was like, oh, yeah, Chris and Will talked. It's all good. Um, that ended up not being the case. I know. You remember when he was like, they squashed it. Yes. It's good. Uh, yeah, not so much. Maybe don't speak way. for us. <laughs> I'm not starting a rivalry with Diddy. I'm not. If it comes to me, I accept it. Well, I'd get your affairs in order. Okay. <laughs> all right. Let's all take right. a we breather, gotta go. shall we? Hey, uh, when we come back, stars, they're just like us. Mm. Maybe. Or uh, are they? James uh, Corden overshares a little something. <laughs> mm. And Steve apparently did something this weekend that will make me proud. You're going to feel really stories. happy with me. Yep. Cannot wait. All right, that's coming up next on my Talk 1071. Hey, good morning. Welcome back, you guys, Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Oh boy, oh boy, I have another example of stars oversharing. Now, listen, if you keep this up, they're going to stop being vulnerable and approachable. I don't want them to be. I want them to be stars. <laughs> Did somebody talk about I want their them to tree, be shop vac, and anything like that, or no? Rocco. Just a head. Just had an invader <laughs> in different. my room. Okay. Rocco, listen, there's going to be, there was tree talk earlier today. Okay, good. It's, there guess, was shop vac talk last week, which people went actually nuts about. And it presumably, is no National Love Your Tree Day or something, right? So stay tuned it, for is that. that, tree is that oh, wait, I thought that was in the middle of the week. Is that today? I think it's today. So stay tuned oh. for that in about 12 minutes. Call Don't we reserve that for knowledge. Arbor Day? Well, I'll bring it, I'll bring it back. Uh, if you don't uh, mind. Yeah, no, yeah, Donna. This, Tell us about these all stars. Right, sorry I blew up. This has more to do with, remember when Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis were talking about how they don't really bathe their kids that much until they're dirty and they don't bathe that much. And Mm -hmm. then other people started coming forward and saying they don't. Well, add to this um, ever-growing list, James Corden, who I guess on his show... Last week, he was discussing the L.A. water, oh my God, water shortage. Water. Which has prompted government officials to call for restrictions and reductions, right? So they were told to cut their shower time by four minutes, which he said is no problem for him. He's like, well, how long are people spending in the shower? He's like, oh my God, I'm in and out in three or four minutes. He said, I use soap but I don't wash my hair. I wash it like every two months, true story. Whoa. One of the producers then agreed with him, but another said, your three minute shower is insane. That means you're not showering. That's not cool. You guys are dirty. You guys are filthy. No, that's not true. I I take issue with that. 
The fact that he's gone two months, that he goes two months between washing his hair is hard to believe. He must be dry shampooing, I guess, like a wild man, because you would look like a greasy mess. But Or maybe just quick putting soap in his hair. I don't know. Maybe that, I guess. Yeah, All I, think I know he needs is to reiterate. The three minute shower, that is a thing that fully can be done. And you can, especially if you're a dude or if you're a woman with short hair on top, you can even shampoo uh and wash your whole body. Don't you ever do that? Like where you're I just did that over the weekend where I had been toiling in the yard all afternoon. You know what I mean? The land doesn't till itself. And I did that. And then I thought, let me just jump in the shower, in and out of the in and out of here. Let's do it in like a couple of minutes. And I put my body wash into that that fluffy stood to the poofy thing and then just go to town. Get it done quickly. What is, it should never take more than if it ever takes more than three or four minutes, then I'm just standing enjoying the water, but I'm not getting any cleaner. You know what I mean? I mean, how big do you I mean, think your you body is? You have a lot is? of body to clean. You've got arms. You've got hands. You've got feet. You've got okay, bits and pieces. Minute. You've this got your is... face. You've got your hair. You've got your ears. All right, wait. You've I'm got just, your you underarms. You hear this? I'm just I'm yeah. mimicking what this would take. One arm, two arm. You got under the arms there. Marty under my chest. Clavicle, my my decollete, or what do the ladies call it? Whatever it is. <laughs> Any there, there, navel. He shall not be named. All right, legs, knees, legs. All right, yeah. Now you get the poof. I'm gonna squeeze it, get it in water. Squeeze the poof over my shoulder. It's running down my back, behind my ears. Yeah, up the feet. I, okay, it's a I minute. Five, it's a minute five to minutes. cleanse your body. No, it's the rest not. of it, you're just standing in there. Yeah. I take like five minutes to wake up. Like, okay, I just need to wake up. Yeah. Think about what I'm doing for the college. Let of us pop know when that happens, by the way. <laughs> you think about the college of college of the just shower? Some stuff comes, you know, I just think about things. That's where some of the good ideas come from. Hey, Donna. Yeah. Speaking yeah. of stars over sharing, our up and coming star, DJ Rock Lobster, maybe we should have him tell us less about what he's doing I do. in his shower. I think I sometimes I come out of the shower with, like, oh, that's right. This would be good parody lyrics for that song Don's want, Don wants for the morning show. Okay, yeah, yeah, good. All right. Okay, now I better start soaping up my armpits or whatever. <laughs> oh, I love that train of thought of, oh, yeah, that is kind of a cool parody line on that Bond show. Oh, should probably get my armpit. <laughs> I mean, so I'm, five days. minutes. You could do it in five minutes if you're hurrying, but you're no. definitely hurrying. No, this is insanity. And Donna, I understand that people can enjoy taking a shower for longer, but look, I know enough about my body and most people's bodies that to get soap on that. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Saks.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. 
is not more than a 90-second endeavor for soap to have gotten to your whole body and, frankly, probably even rinsed off in that same 90 seconds as well. There's just not that much ground to cover. How slowly are you soaping your legs? I mean, it is. I mean, I'm also shaving my legs. I'm not going to take a shower if I'm not going to shave my legs. Well, that's a different situation because I presume James Corden is not shaving his legs. You're probably right. But soaping your body is a oversharing. I don't want to know this stuff. I don't want to know it. You know, remember Kristen Bell? Okay, said she like she's a fan of waiting for the stink. So gross. All right, what did you do? Obviously, you didn't shower, but... Donna, I did, because I was out in the yard. No, I did. I, I posted something on um, uh, Saturday morning on Instagram, maybe like around noon. And then the rest of the weekend, just a sudden decision that I made. I did not go on social media, did not check uh, wow. email, and Amazing. I didn't... Anytime I picked up my phone... The only place that I was allowing myself to search, like no CNN, no Twitter. I checked ESPN.com a couple times for a quick score. Uh, but other than that, the only web surfing that I could do had to involve fertilizer or botanical growth. Excellent. And I'm it was great. You. Yeah. It's I thought nice you would be proud. To, it's great to not know where your phone is. That I is say fun. That. Yes. Like if I'm in my house... There might be a moment where I'm like, where did I put my phone? And then I'm like, I don't care. I don't need it. And I'll let that go for a couple hours. And it's so freeing. I thank you. No, Donna, thank (laughs) you for being here. Thanks. How do I sound, by the way? You sound great. Yeah, you suck. It sucked at the beginning. It was just could not have been any worse. Um, it sounded like you were broadcasting from your neighbor's house who, and you, <laughs> she had an open window and you had an open window and the mic was in your house, but now it sounds Backwards. really good. Okay, good. It's good. national guys... love a tree day. Yes. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen. For Arbor Day. No, we celebrate it all year round. Okay. Uh, the College of Pop Culture Knowledge is coming up next and I have a feeling it's going to be tree themed. Call now if you want to play with me, and we can take Donna down. We can chop her down like an old tree. 651-641-1071. Hey, good morning. Welcome back, you guys. Donna and Steve on my talk 1071, everything entertainment. We're about to play a little game. Time to go to college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host. DJ Rock Lobster. Lobster. I want to see how smart you are. I do. And, uh, you know, Donna's right with her cynicism. Why are we celebrating National Love a Tree Day? Don't trees have their own day already? Arbor Day? I don't know. Guys, (laughs) oh, I don't know. Why don't you both take a deep breath and rethink what you said and remember that you wouldn't have taken that deep breath had it not been for trees. Mm. People like me, frankly, excuse me for one moment. Excuse me. Excuse me. People like me, if it wasn't for Heroes Among Us, Planting trees, while you guys are probably just massive carbon footprint, you're probably tearing trees down. Donna's knocking trees down. You have trees falling down in your yard all the time, probably because they're malnourished. Mm-hmm. There should be more than two tree days. Arbor Day, Tree Day, Deciduous Day, Coniferous Day. 
Coniferous day. Exit stage left. Uh, Karen, we're not sure what her take on trees are, um, but she is going to play with us, and I'm going to pull her up right here. Hi, Karen. What up? Hello. Hi, Karen. Karen, your your thoughts on um, your thoughts on trees? Um, I like them. Trees make a big mess. That's true. Some trees do make a big mess, but you know, some people would say that's the tax that we pay for breathing. You know what I'm saying? I hear you. I hear you. Cool. Do you have any questions before we move forward with the quiz? Do you have any questions no. about any of the trees I've planted? <laughs> no, thanks. I'm done with trees. Okay. <laughs> we all are. We all are. Except for this game, because I'm going to ask you three questions. I'm going to quiz you on three movies. These movies all have a name of a tree in their title, or in two of the cases, the name of the movie is the name of a tree. Oh, wow. Um, and I'm going to ask Karen who she thinks knows more about movies with trees in the title, Donna or Steve? I'm going to go with my girl, Donna. She's my favorite. Yeah. Woo! Thank you, Karen. Karen, much of what you've said since you've been on the line with us has been deeply hurtful. And I'm going to take a breather. (laughs) I'm going to go relax and reset. And I hope that I come back and dominate you guys. Okay, there you go. You never know. All right, there goes Steve. There goes Karen. I'm ready to ask Donna Valentine about three movies with tree names in the title. And like I said, another bonus clue is that two of them, the entire name of the movie is the name of a tree. You know, for instance, for instance, it would be the 1974 movie Maple. Right. Okay. You know, if that existed. Ready, Donna? I understand. Yes. Here goes. First question. Can you tell me the 1999 Paul Thomas Anderson movie that featured raining frogs and Tom Cruise playing a motivational speaker peddling a pickup artist course to men. I think it's Magnolia. Can you name the horror film franchise with the bad guy played by Robert Englund? Yes, I can. Nightmare on Elm Street. And can you name the 1988 Ron Howard-directed fantasy film starring Val Kilmer and former Ewok portrayer Warwick Davis? Oh, um... Val Kilmer and, uh, oh, God. I'm just going to say Willow right. River. Willow River. Willow. Willow. Uh, it's just Willow. Let's just go I'm going to say Willow. Willow until Karen corrects me. Let's see me. what Karen says. Karen, let's go over Donna's answers. She thought the first movie was Magnolia. Your thoughts? Karen's gone. Hey, Karen. I'm gonna open. Karen, up, I'm gonna no. open up the lines again to see if she calls no. back. No. Guess what, Donna? You don't. Need All right, it. that's you fine. Did, did that's good. fine. We could just. We'll see if she calls back. On. I'll wave at Steve. Here he comes. Okay, you wave at Steve. Maybe Karen will call back. If I disappear for a second, it'll be me answering the phone. Hey, everybody. Okay. Karen hung up. Hey. Steve. She kind of took a lot of your criticisms to heart. Oh, she hung up? (laughs) Or she went to go plant a tree or hug a tree. Yeah, wow. Um, Donna, what did you say? After I left, she was like, it's my girl Donna. And then what did you say that made her hang up? I'm not sure. Did she stick around to help you or no? No, she she, right when I went to get help, she (laughs) peaced out. She beamed me up. I like it. This is good. It's all right. It's all right. We got this. Don't worry, Karen. All right. Oops. Phone's ringing. Let me see if it's Karen. That's Karen. Let me see if it's Karen. It's got to be Karen. I can already tell it's Karen. Okay. Okay, Hang on. 
See, if it's, it's not Karen. Karen, okay, if it's Karen, you have to it earmuff is, it. Um, all right, Steve, Karen's go away back. for a second. Um, I gotta go away. All right, whatever. Yeah, just uh, please. Okay, Steve is going away. Okay. Karen, did you hear any right. of Donna's answers or did you? Try? No, I did not. Okay, oh, well, let's shoot. just hold on. Spoiler alert. Donna got them all three right. Let's just put Karen back on hold. Okay, <gasps> Steve. Here she we did? Go. <laughs> yeah. What? Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, Steve, are you ready? These Wait. are movies that have something, they have a tree in the title. Okay. Or in the uh, case of two of them, the tree is the title. Okay. For instance, I gave Donna the example. What if there was a movie called Maple? That would be an answer. The end. Okay. Uh, let's start <laughs> with end. this one. It's from 1999. It's a Paul Thomas Anderson movie. It featured raining frogs and Tom Cruise playing a motivational speaker peddling a pickup artist course to men. Jeez. Vanilla Sky. Okay. That doesn't make sense. Uh, uh, can you name the horror film franchise with the bad guy played by Robert Englund? Nightmare on Elm Street. And can you name the 1988 Ron Howard-directed fantasy film starring Val Kilmer and former Ewok portrayer Warwick Davis? Willow. Go to the first one again. 1999 Paul Thomas Anderson movie, Raining Frogs, Tom Cruise, motivational speaker, peddling a pickup artist course to men. Oh, jeez. That is a bummer. It's a good one. It is Magnolia. Oh. Donna dang. got that one right. You nice both job, got the Donna. second one right, Nightmare on Elm Street. And you both got the third one right, Darn. Willow. I don't, what is Willow about again? It's about, <sighs> it's like, it's a George Lucas thing, and then, uh, you know. I only uh, saw it as a Great description, Rocco. But, yeah. <laughs> um, I don't remember seeing it either. Uh, it was like a small army, right? Yeah, let me look. Here's what IMDb says. Okay. A young farmer is chosen to undertake a perilous journey in order to protect a special baby from an evil queen. It's the Bebe. All right, well, who cares? We win. Who cares? Yay! Karen wins a t-shirt. Hey, Hello, Rocco. Karen. Yeah. What's the score? <laughs> Good question. I took Friday <laughs> off. Let me see if I can look in my notes. Uh, you guys already I'll cleaned up you. the Friday sheet. Good job on it's that. Friday, too. Thursday actually. was 5-4, Steve. And then, do you remember who won Friday? I forget. It was... Uh, uh, who probably, won? It was me. So let's say it's 6-4, no. Steve. No, let's was say it's 6-5. It? I think so. We're going with 6-5, Steve. I feel good about it. But that. I'll double check. And Karen you're, you're wins the a worst. T-shirt. <laughs> okay, Karen. Congratulations, congratulations. Karen. Yay, uh, well, thanks. Do you want to get tipsy or how are we doing? I don't know. <laughs> no, don't even get tipsy. Don't even. Don't, we don't even need to. Don't Karen, you tipsy. stay on the line there. Karen's on the line. Um, hey, Donna. So you call yourself a tree guy, huh? <laughs> okay, listen. Listen up. You, I have planted... So many trees in this backyard. Of course, some neighbors came down. They wanted to see people or had questions. If it actually works, if my plan comes to fruition and more of the trees that I have planted, if they don't die, it will, in five years, be a beautiful canopied, you know, sectioned off from the rest of the sort of subdivision-y area. It'll just feel so cozy in the spring, summer, fall. I said to Lou, maybe in five years I'll be able to swing a hammock from that. She laughed and she said, I do not think that's happening in five years. So, yeah, I got a lot of support around me. 
Mm. That's okay. I mean, I'm rooting for you. <laughs> See what I did there? Rooting oh, because the tree roots. Yes. Oh, uh, yeah. All right. So I you're watched... back on. You're watching Idol still? I've watched. Well, yeah, I've watched it every season, and uh, the kids are into it. Grayson, in particular, is into it, which is really fun. And so last night it went from the top five to the top three, which means next week is the finale of American Idol. Typical Idol, they've got about a gazillion big-name musical acts that are going to be coming through and performing at the finale next week. Uh, Phineas was on last night. Phineas uh, of Billie Eilish, his brother, that Phineas. He was on last Mm -hmm. night. He did some singing, which was great. Carrie Underwood, though, was very notably back. She was the mentor this past week for the top five contestants. She was out on stage at her Vegas residency, and she was with all the folks. Uh, she was she was good. She gave good input. It was cool. It seemed like it meant a lot for her, to her to be back. Lou did notice once once she came on. You know, Carrie Underwood is just beautiful, right? Oh yeah, stunning. But then Lou saw her. And first thing she said was, did she get work done? And then it proceeded to bother her the remainder of the time. I am not a uh, a dermatologist, nor am I a plastic surgeon or a whatever. I think maybe if I had to guess, they showed an older video of Carrie. Her lips. Her lips. So here's what happened. It looked like an injection with the lips. What happened was she had an accident. I remember that accident. She yeah. fell down. Her do- She was letting her dogs out or something, tripped over the stairs, yes. cut her lip open, oh. and had to have plastic surgery to repair it. And she had told people, hey, just so you know, I'm going to look different the next time you see me. Oh, she had okay. This- oh, this so is she great. Had- yeah, so she had an accident, and that's the result of the repairing of her lip. Oh, okay. It's pretty Got bad. It. Well, I mean, her I lips look good. Lou, look good. Yeah, she's gorgeous. Her legs look good, too. Yeah, she, she has works always. Out a lot. Yeah, she, I'm sure, does like a ton of cardio and stuff. She looks fit. She looks like she works out, yes. Yes, she does. She said she has to because she's very active on stage, mm-hmm. and the songs she sings are hard songs to sing, so she needs to be able to have stamina. And, oh, yeah. you know, yeah, she's a good looking lady. Yeah, she's doing great. Well, she's going to be she's going to be on the uh, finale again. She mentored last night, but she will be performing on the American Idol finale. So to my man, Michael Buble. Oh, fun. Yeah. Yeah. There, there are girl. a whole bunch of folks that are going to be there. So two country folks, Donna, you'll appreciate it. Two country folks have made the top three. Uh, oh, like wow. pure, pure country. Like pure he hee haw, he haw. I mean, there's and this one girl. The one girl's name is Hunter Girl. That's her her name. This other guy Noah, his buddy who used to work on a construction crew with him, was like, dude, you have to audition. And he was like, oh, I don't know if it should be me or what. I mean, that kind of like country. And his yeah. buddy forced him into it. Was like, you have to do this. And he was still working construction when he auditioned, and now he is top three of American Idol. Can we go back to something? Sure. Did you say the other contestant's name is Hunter Girl? One word. Hunter Girl. Yep, Hunter Girl. Hunter Here Girl. It is okay. one <laughs> of the most epic names <laughs> in, in the history. history. American Idol Season 20 conce- contestant 
Hunter Girl. This has been one of the most epic names in history. history. Steve, we gotta go. <laughs> when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Uh, we're going to come back, though. Hey, I so I was flipping around this weekend, and I came across something that I had heard of, and I wasn't going to watch it, and then I ended up watching it, and it is really, really Good. I'll tell you what it is when we come right back on My Talk 107.1. Hey, good morning. Welcome back to the show. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 107.1. Everything entertainment. DJ Rock Lobster joins us. Clump, clump. Clump, baby. Clump, baby. Clump, baby. Clump. All right. um, By the way. Yeah. Uh, Becca from Canada sent me some <laughs> lobster. She didn't send it to me. She sent me a link to some pretty amazing lobster uh, beach sandals that I might need to uh, be sporting <laughs> shortly. Maybe not in time for our okay. team photo shoot Rocco, tomorrow. You're, but okay, you're I, I, really, I'm just out really of control. Embracing the whole lobster thing. I'm thinking about surgery. It. Surgery. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I want some clompers. <laughs> do you, do you, is there a guy who deals with largely crustacean? <laughs> if there is, I'm going to look it up. I mean, if, then if Would this you radio think thing, you're already starting to transition. If this radio thing doesn't work out, I could be like a carnival sideshow guy. Well, it's not. And, um, you know, maybe, maybe, who would you see, Donna, if he wanted to, like, get claws, let's say, and he just, just at least like his right hand, replace it with a claw. Sure. Do you go to a vet or do you go to a doctor? Oh, great question. I think you go to a plastic surgeon who specializes in... In marine biology. Uh, off the beaten path kind of surgeries. Good luck to you, sir. <laughs> Donna, did you <laughs> whoever, go through whoever, this at all when you uh, got started in radio with the last name Valentine... Did you go through a heart phase, a pink <laughs> phase? I'm a real cool, seriously, did you? No, I didn't. But there was one year where I broadcast for, I think, 12 straight hours, maybe 13, on Valentine's Day. Thank you. Oh, sure. And now I would like to tell you about a series I started. It looks like, Rocco, you started it, too. 
Yeah, I watched episode one of The Dropout while I was on an airplane once, and I enjoyed it. Let's hear your yeah. take on it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> while well, I was on an airplane that. once, it could have been four years ago. <laughs> no, it was I know. on the way back from Puerto Rico or something. Though. Okay, so if you guys remember, this is, um, do you remember the the inventor, Steve? I think you watched it, right? The documentary With, about Elizabeth oh, Holmes? Yes. Okay. So this is the same story. There have been Dateline episodes. There have been podcasts. There's been that documentary. This one is a, this is a Hulu uh, limited series. It's an original. And it is based on the podcast by Rebecca Jarvis. And it is the true story. It's a scripted story of Theranos. And its founder, Elizabeth Holmes, who at one point was the youngest self-made billionaire in the entire world. This is cook-a-doodle-doo. <laughs> I am telling you, yeah. yep. she, this, uh, this woman is a pathological liar. She, it's played, uh, Elizabeth Holmes is portrayed by Amanda Seyfried, who is absolutely fabulous. And what I like about this versus all the other stuff that I've seen about this story is it really gives a much better picture and a background of the the profile of this woman. And so they start out when she's like going to college and then how she was in college. And she's just this, she was determined to be somebody who was going to change the world and she wanted to be a billionaire. So those two things. Yeah, she basically and, looked at Steve Jobs and stuff and was like, I can do that. Let me, I need to find my billion dollar uh, What's my iPod, sort of? Yeah. Yeah, so she kind of started to <clears throat> finagle her way into these areas where she really didn't, she had no place being. Like, she's a freshman in college at Stanford, and she's trying to get into this graduate lab program and she's very smart she drops out of school she drops out of college and somehow starts to get she has an idea that where one drop of blood on a little portable test can test for all these various diseases but the problem is it's a fabulous idea but it never worked. It never got off the ground. She had all these scientists. She started this, this whole lab. She got uh, financial backing from people just based on the idea. And right. she kept saying that, you know, um, it was going to work. They're getting there. And then even when it didn't work, she was pretending that it worked. They actually faked a presentation because the thing the, the thing worked one time and then it never worked again and so somehow because they had recorded it they faked during this presentation they faked the test because they knew it wasn't going to work so she's just just scamming people left and right now here's the crazy thing is it wasn't just her in a basement behind a computer putting all these claims out there there was a facility of researchers who were mm-hmm. just dedicated to working on this and it's 
Because I think a lot of people were wooed by her, be a part of this breakthrough. Come team up with me. I already have Joe Blow and Jan Blow. Right. Joe and Jan Blow. (laughs) You know the blows. But you know what I mean? Uh, like, are you these big wanted... name supporters, smart people who are with us? Be a part of this. Come bring your scientific expertise and your ambition to Theranos and be a part of a breakthrough. And so I, I mentioned that just because I, I think there were times when she was with documentary film crews and she's touring through the facility and like pointing, look at this, look at this, this, look, hey, there's Jan, look at what she's doing. She's doing that with that machine. Isn't that incredible? It all seemed really legit up and up yeah yeah and it you know and i think there were a lot of red flags for a lot of these researchers they were like she's off a rocker this is not gonna work we can't get this to work and she would make them work around the clock and some of them had like little kids at home and they were missing a lot of like family time and she didn't care and she was so driven but she was lying to, she was trying to keep the facade going. So one lie, she'd tell one lie and then a bigger lie, and then she'd have to cover up the first lie. And it just went on and on and on, and she just would not, like, let go and say, How hey, it- guys, we're, we're in over our heads. Five-second question. Five-second answer, I suppose. Amanda Seyfried, how does she do? Unbelievable. Yeah. So Does good. she throw her voice? Yes. To that and, lower and, and, register? <laughs> And she even practices the voice in the mirror. Oh. It's crazy. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's really good. The dropout on Hulu. Uh, well, we come back a big reboot that just got canceled before it even started next.